going to a February 11. Is your hope in God faint and dying? Interesting perspective, huh? Yeah. You will keep him in perfect peace whose imagination stayed upon you. If you put your imagination upon God, he will keep you in perfect peace. So the question is, do you want to use your imagination for what God's given you an opportunity to imagine? See, so let, let's, let's clarify something. Your imagination stayed upon him. He has given you lots of things. Lots of things. Many of you are even, maybe even aware of the things he's given you, but you don't imagine how to use those. You keep imagining all the shit that wrecked you. And how, oh my God, I was off, and oh my God, I feel this, and oh my God, I'm, un I'm feeling uncomfortable. Oh, me, 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 me. And then I look at you and go, really? Like, I give a shit? I mean, would you finally got a conscience? Oh, boo-hoo, okay? I really don't care. I've given you all these imaginations of what life might look like now because you stopped doing that shit. Because you were making a decision to dump all that, you might want to become something else. But if you don't start imagining what that something else might be, what did I tell you the, the last Sunday? You're going to keep reacting if you don't take action. Yes. Yes. And somehow that isn't, doesn't follow through, huh? Somehow it doesn't, doesn't lend itself to, to you guys. And I, I, I have a challenge in that. I don't understand why that doesn't follow through. That doesn't make sense to me why that simple little fact is eluding you. As a man thinks, so they become. We know that, right? Yes. yes. And what are you thinking about? Yesterday, in the past, all the crap you went through and how ugly and awful you feel right now. Do you really think that's going to have a, a positive effect on your future? No. If you believe it doesn't, then what are you doing? Why would you do that? Tells me you don't really give a shit because you don't think there is a, any hope in your life. Is your imagination stayed upon God? Or is it starved? The starvation of the imagination is one of the most fruitful sources of exhaustion and sapping of your power in, one's, in one worker's life. If you've never used your imagination to put yourself either before God or before what God's trying to show you and give you, do it now. It is no use waiting for God to come. You must put your imagination, imagination away from the face of idols and you must look to him and you must be saved mm -hmm. or not. Mm -hmm. Imagination is the greatest gift God ever gave us. And it ought to be devoted entirely just to him. Yes. If you have been bringing every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ, it will be one of the greatest assets to faith when the time of the trial comes, because your faith and the Spirit of God will work together because they've been practicing together. Learn to associate ideas worthy of God with all that happens in nature. The sun rises, the sun sets, the sun, the stars, the changing seasons. Is your imagination will never be at the mercy of your impulses. If you actually see what's really going on, I said, all that out there, you know what, yeah. I said, that all belongs to me. And you know what, well, why would you say that? Well, that's my daddy's and I'm my daddy's so that belongs to me. And you go, yeah, pastor's arrogant. <laughs> really? I'm arrogant? No. My God created all that for me. Hey, I thought he created it for you too, but you don't seem to give a shit, so I'm going to take your shirt too. Fuck y'all. I'm going to take mine. I am an heir to the throne. Why aren't you? 
you're so busy thinking about what you did wrong and all the bullshit and having poor, poor, poor pitiful me and how uncomfortable you are. This isn't working and that's not working. You're fucking around with each other. And I'm going, really? I've got no time for that bullshit. Why? That daddy gave me that. I want to enjoy that instead. So while you're trying to figure out how you can get your shit together so you can start enjoying life, I'm just going to go ahead and enjoy mine. And you know what's really sad? Even when it went through all my shit, I didn't do what you're doing. I started enjoying that going, that's for me and I've been doing this shit, fuck that, I'm gonna do this. And somebody another, you can't say fuck this, you just, you somebody another, you keep wanting to go do what you're doing instead of looking what God gave us. And how many different things in life can you see that you absolutely have no explanation for other than God? But you don't want to give him the glory? You don't want to be the heir to these the, the, his throne and all the, the benefits of his throne too busy you want to be caught up in what you think you want right now which will only destroy you even further than it has mm. the sun rises the sun sets the sun the stars the changing seasons your imagination will never be at the mercy of your impulses it will always be completely at the, at the service of God we have sinned with our fathers and we have forgotten. Then put a stiletto in the place where you have gone to sleep. Put us, put up. You know, all girls are what a stiletto is, right? Put that bitch right. Drill that thing in the ground so dad can't do that anymore. You know the truth. It's not like I haven't taught you many times. Drive a stiletto in it, but you put a stake in it and kill it. God is not talking to me just now, but, but he ought to be. Can I tell you one thing? He's always talking to you, even if he's not saying a word. You know why he's not saying a word? Because he done told you already. He's waiting to see what you're going to do. Are you going to take off running because he, he's not talking to you in the moment? I, I'm, I'm the dad that says, I tell you once, don't make me tell you twice. You come back to me and go, I want to do this. I'll let you go. <clears throat> um, what was that agreement we had? If I told you once, why, why, why am I having to tell you again? I used to discipline my boys. You know, all my kids, for that matter, my boys would say, um, I told you once, what are we doing here? Why are we here? Why am I having to do this to you again? Did you not understand me the first time? Oh, well, you know, we, we didn't listen. And that was sad because then even the second time I pull them aside and said, it's, it's the shit's getting ready to hit the fan. They didn't want to listen. Next time I'm, I'm growling. I said, don't you knock that shit off now? That's not believe that I was serious, right? Well, they knew I was. And finally, I'd pull him in here, and I would literally have to freaking handle it, drive it home, and go, damn, I wish we'd listened to you when you said it the first time. Damn, I wish you would have too. Why? You know how hard this is on me that i got to tell you three and four times and then somehow drive my point home with an ax? Do you think that's fun for me? Why don't we just all realize if I'm going to tell you, I'm telling you for a reason. And then just go with that because it will be better for you in the long haul. Right. Broke yourself by recollection and your affection of God will then increase tenfold. If you remind yourself that God said it, God's always been right, maybe that will inspire you to listen because it will encourage you tenfold to pay more attention. Amen. Hold, your imagination will not be starved any longer and will be quick and enthusiastic and your hope will be expressed and bright. All of a sudden you'll go, hey, this is pretty cool. More please. More please. Let's look at Luke 1, 46. This is about Mary, the mother of Jesus, the Virgin Mary. And it's her joyful song that she sang. She said, Mary said, my soul does magnify the Lord. 
by the way, the one that isn't born yet. Right. Oh, okay. Right. And my spirit has rejoiced in God, my Savior. For he has regarded the lowest state of this handmaiden, just like us. For behold, from the henceforth, all generations shall call me blessed because I picked Jesus as my Lord and my Savior. Amen. For he that is mighty has done to me great things and holy is his name. He has blessed my socks off. And they're going to have to say that the one that I serve is mighty and, and, and obviously I'm blessed for having him. Amen. And his mercy is on them that fear him from generation to generation. He has showed strength with his arm. He has scattered the proud in the imagination of their hearts. Ooh. He has put down the mighty from their seats and exalted them of low degree. Amen. He has filled the hungry with good things and the rich he has sent away empty. He is helping his servant Israel in remembrance of his mercy. Rich being people thinking they got it all together and him going, I'm going to send you away because you ain't got nothing coming from me. Those that are going to call upon the name of the Lord from a humble place, he goes, I got you, just like Isaiah 26.3 said, right? Right. As he spoke to our fathers, to Abraham and and his seed forever. And Mary abode with her about three months and returned to her own house. She's staying with Elizabeth and and praising and singing to God because of what God had done. Now, I got to tell you something. She might not have been in a great position to probably sing to the Lord, right? Yeah. Because if she was a peer, concerned about peer pressure or concerned about what other people thought, she's yeah. in a really tough spot, isn't she? Yes. yes. And, and she's like, I don't care. Do you not see what God has done for me? Do you not see what God's going to do? And, and her whole life became pretty incredible, you know, yes. from everything from God coming in and, and personally talking to them. It's time to move. It's time to go. It's time to this. It's time to that. Non-stop, she was constantly in his in his ear, or he was in her ear, teaching her and guiding her and leading her. Romans 1, 16. For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it's the power of God and salvation of everyone that believes, to the Jew first, to the Greek. For therein is the righteousness of God revealed from faith, the faith is written, the just shall live by faith. For he, the wrath of God is going to be revealed from heaven against the ungodliness and the unrighteousness of men who have held the truth in unrighteousness. Because that what they which would be known of God is manifest in them, for God has showed unto them the spirit what it ought to be, and they're not using it, not listening. For the invisible things of him that freedom of the creation of the world are clearly seen, being understood by the things that are made, even this internal power and God, and so they are without excuse. So all the things your eyes have seen has done nothing but confirm God. And by faith, you get to see what's coming next, which would be, require what? An imagination. Yes. Mm. Because, of, because that, when they knew God, they glorified him not as God, neither were they thankful. But they became vain in their imaginations, and their foolish heart was then darkened, professing themselves to be wise. They became fools. And they changed the glory of the, corrupt, the incorruptible God into some image of the world that they wanted, as opposed to him. 321. But now the righteousness of God is without the law is manifested, being witnessed by the law and the prophets. Even the righteousness of God was by the faith of Christ unto all of them that believe, but there is no difference. For all sin and come short of the glory of God, being justified freely by his grace, though, through the redemption that's in Christ, whom God has set forth to be the propitiation of the faith in his blood, to declare his righteousness for the remission of sins that are passed through the forbearance of God, to declare, I say, at this time, his righteousness. 
that he might be just and the justifier of him that decides to believe in the Almighty God. Amen. 4.1. What should we say that Abraham, our father, as pertaining to the flesh, is found? If Abraham were justified by works, by the law, by something other than using his imagination of what God's actually saying and wanting, he would have to glory, but not before God. He glory all he wants about what he's done. But can he, is he in a place that he can glorify what God's done? No, without imagination. Right. right. What it says the scripture, Abraham believed God was counted him for righteousness. Now to him that works to, is to the reward not in record of grace, but of debt. But to him that works not, but believes, which would require imagination. Yes. Right. On him that justified the ungodly, his faith is counted for righteousness. So even as David also described the blessedness of the man, and to also God imputed righteousness without works, saying, Blessed are they whose iniquities are forgiven, whose sins are covered. Blessed is the man to whom the Lord will not impute sin. Comes this blessedness then upon the circumcision only or upon the uncircumcision also. For we say that faith was reckoned to Abraham for righteousness. How is it then reckoned when he was in circumcision or uncircumcision? Not circumcision, but in uncircumcision. He received the sign of circumcision and the seal of righteousness. That was the gift he got hindsight right. for being righteous, right? Yes. yes which he had yet being uncircumcised, and he might be the father of all them that believed who they were not circumcised, and the righteous might be imputed to them also. And the father of circumcision to them that are not of the circumcision only, but also those who walk in the steps of the faith of Abraham, which he had being yet uncircumcised. So he's not only the father of the circumcised Jews, he's also the father of those uncircumcised Amen. Gentiles because he did all this and found all this 430 years before the commandments he became. So... We can't talk about Abraham as if it's something far off. No, he's closer to us than he is to the Jews. Okay? We got more going on with him than the Jews had. Why? Because he did all this before they got the commandments to to kick the crap out of the Jews. Right. 5-1. Therefore, being justified by faith, we have our peace with God through our Lord Jesus. By whom also we have been accessed by the faith into his grace. Where we stand, we stand in grace. Grace what? Creation. It's making a way where there is no way he's creating something new. Can we imagine what that might be? Can we yeah. tell you what's going to be before it's done? No. no. That's required imagination, huh? Right? Yes. So there's no grace. Amen. Where we stand. And we stand in grace is imagination. Rejoice in the hope of the glory of God. What's rejoice in what? Hope. hope. What's has to be what? Glory. In imagination. <laughs> right? Right. Not only so, we also glory in tribulations. Knowing that tribulation works patience. Patience is going to give you experience, which will then tell you why you... Waited in the first place, right? So then your hindsight's twenty twenty that you your imagination came true. Amen. Maybe your imagination needs some fine-tuning. Yeah. True. Yes. Yes. Either way, you get hope that somebody's trying to help guide you and lead you how to get there. Amen. Amen. Hmm. Patience, spirit, experience, hope. Hope makes us not ashamed because the love of God is then shed abroad in our hearts and the Holy Ghost, which is given to us, helps us get there. For when we were yet without strength in due time, Christ died for the ungodly. 6-1. So what should we say? Then? Should we continue in our sins that grace may abound? God forbid, how should we that are dead to sin live any longer in our sins? May not that so many of us that were baptized into Christ were baptized into his death. Therefore we are buried with him by the baptism of death that like as Christ was raised up from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we also should walk in the newness of life. For if we have been planted together to the likeness of his death, we shall also be the, re- the likeness of his resurrection, knowing this, that our old man is crucified with him in the body of body of sin might be destroyed and henceforth we should not serve sin for he that is dead is free from sin but now if we are dead with Christ with Christ we also believe we should also live with him knowing 
that Christ being raised from the dead dies no more. Death has no dominion over him. For that he died, he died unto Christ, died to, died to sin once, but he lives, he lives unto God. So likewise, brethren, you yourselves be dead indeed unto sin, but alive unto God through Christ Jesus. If I want to be alive unto God, what's that look like? I don't know yet. I got to use my imagination because imagine what the next thing is, the next thing, the next thing is. Half the thing when God tells you to do something, your imagination goes, oh no. Yeah. And God's going, oh yeah. And then you go, okay, I'll listen. And you go, yeah, no, I'm sure glad I listened, right? But your imagination would have killed you if you would have used yours instead of his, right? Yes. So reckon yourselves to be dead, be deceived, and alive in the God of Christ Jesus. So let not your sin therefore reign in your mortal body, you should obey it, the rest thereof. Neither yield your members as instruments of unrighteousness and of sin, but yield yourselves unto God and those that are alive from dead, and your members as instruments of righteousness unto God. So but yield to the righteousness. What's it going to look like? I don't know yet. I just know I've been yielding, it's been turning to shit. I'm going to now yield and hope it turns to glory and holiness, right? So I'm not doing what I used to do. I'm going to do what I ought to do, right? Amen. For sin shall not have. Dominion over you yet. Sin shall not have dominion over you, for you are not under the law, but under the grace of God. Amen. So it's it's not going to have dominion over you, Amen. you either, right? Yes. Eight one. There is therefore no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus who walked not after the flesh, but after the Spirit. So we're after the Spirit. What's the Spirt going to teach us? Everything. When's it going to teach us? As we go. When are we going to find? But God, that you know, that, well, you know, is going to teach us. Eyes have not seen, ears not heard, either in the heart of man. But God, but God, but God has taught us through the Spirit of God what it is. Yes. And we have to listen to the Spirit to know it. And so there wasn't a book. There wasn't some some little you know TV show or a video to watch. Or I'm sorry, if you guys know what videos are. So a little MP3 to watch or YouTube, whatever you want to watch. There's none of that shit for you to tell you how to get there from here. You just got to shut up and follow. Whatever. The law of spirit of life in Christ Jesus made me free from the law of sin and death. For what the law could not do and that it was weak through the flesh, God sent his own son the likeness of sinful flesh and for sin condemned the sin in the flesh. That the righteousness of the law may be fulfilled in us who walk not after that flesh but after the spirit. For they that are after the flesh are going to mind the things of the flesh but they that are after the spirit are going to mind the things of the spirit. I can't wait for the spirit to show up so I can see what else is new in the spirit. Amen. I'm pretty good at knowing what the flesh is. Why? I lived there for all time. Yeah. And I was like one of the captains of that ship. Right? Yes. Yeah. There ain't a whole lot going on in the flesh I don't know about. Hmm. So then, that they, the carnal mind is death, be spiritual mind is life and peace. Because carnal mind is liberty of God, it's not subject to the law, neither need can it be. So then they that are in the flesh cannot please God, but you are not in that flesh, but in the spirit, if, so be the spirit of God dwells in you. Now, if any man have not the spirit of Christ, he is none of you. So here's my question. Can you see the spirit? No. no. And how do you know if you got him or not? Oh, you're going to have to let, let the Spirit kind of bear witness to you, and you go, okay, I, that, that must be the Spirit of God, because that's different, right? Yes. So I can only imagine it's the Spirit of God trying to take me somewhere, right? Yes. Um, can I just go and follow? Or am I going to you know, be roughed up and go, I ain't going until I know. Well, good luck for you, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but you are not in the flesh, but in the Spirit, so the Spirit of God dwell in you. Now, if any man have not the Spirit, you are none of his, but... If you be in Christ, the body is dead because of sin, but the Spirit is life because of righteousness. Amen. But if the Spirit of him that raised up Jesus from the dead dwell in you, he that raised up Christ from the dead shall also quicken your mortal body by the Spirit that dwells in you. He's going to quicken you. So what's quickening look like? I don't know. 18. For I reckon that the sufferings of this present time are not worthy even compared to the glory which shall be revealed. For the current, the earnest expectation of the current creature waits for the manifestation of the sons of God. For the creature was made subject to vanity, not willingly, but by reason of him who had been the subject of the same in hope. Because the creature itself also has been 
also shall be delivered from the bondage of corruption to the glorious liberty of the children of God. For we mm-hmm. know that the whole creation groans and travails in pain together right now. I don't know what's happening to me. <laughs> but not only they, but ourselves also. But we have first fruits of the Spirit. Even we ourselves groan within ourselves, waiting for the adoption to the redemption of everybody. <laughs> oh, I just shared what you guys saw. <laughs> for we are saved by hope. But hope is seen is not hope. For what a man sees, why would you hope for it? <laughs> but if we hope for that which is seen not, then we do with patience wait for what? Whatever it's going to be. Okay. And where's hope come? After the experience. Yes. Amen. Hello. Amen. And how do we get the experience? I didn't imagine. This is amazing. I waited for God. He had let me have a new experience. Hindsight 2020, that was a pretty cool experience, right? Yeah. So by the imagination of God, I waited to see what it was. When it happened, I was glad it did. Now I have hope and I can't hardly wait for him to show me again. Amen. Amen. Likewise, the Spirit also helps with our infirmities. We know not what we should pray for as we ought. But the Spirit itself makes intercession for us with groanings that cannot be uttered. You know how bad it is? You don't even know what's wrong with you. And the Spirit of God's going to go, I'll be Lord, I don't know what's wrong with him either. So he's not going to pray for you too, right? And he that searches the hearts knows what the mind of the Spirit is because he makes intercession for the saints according to the will of God. The will of God goes, they need extra prayer, right? (laughs) Romans 12, 1. Don't think I'm funny. I like that. I beg you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable to God, which, by the way, is your reasonable service. But be not conformed to this world, but be transformed with the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God, that you might live in such a way that you improve these things. Well, I'm not so sure that anybody has a roadmap how to do that, right? So who are we going to have trust in? Oh, yeah, the Holy Spirit of God to teach us, right? Mm. Right. For I say through the grace given to me, that divine influence that make it where there is no way. To every man that is among you, not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, but to think soberly, according as God has dealt to every man a measure of faith. So, Lord, give me a little bit of faith. I'm going to trust in that because I don't know what's next. I had a beautiful meeting today. You know what I'm waiting for? Whatever's next. First Corinthians 2 1. And I, brother, when I came to you, I came out with actions of speech or of wisdom, declaring to you the testimony of God. For I determined to know nothing among you except Jesus Christ and crucified. Just Jesus. Mm. And I was with you in weakness and fear and much trembling. And see, I decided to know nothing but Jesus Christ and crucified. And I was with you in much trembling and fear. Now, I would have all that if I was believing in Christ. Oh, because your natural man might not like the fact that you're giving control to a spirit that you can't see and touch. But if you use your imagination, can you only imagine how bad it's going to be if you don't? Yes. I much rather have my imagination about what he's going to do for me. Amen. Amen. I was with you in weakness and fear, much trembling. My speech and my preaching was not with enticing words, man's wisdom, but a demonstration of the spirit and of power. God gave it to me, I gave it to you. Whew, the spirit of God showed up. And their faith should not stand in the wisdom of men, but to stand in the power of God. Amen. How be it we speak wisdom among them that are perfect, yet not the wisdom of the world, nor the prince of the, this world that came to nothing. But we speak wisdom of God and mystery, even the hidden wisdom which God ordained before the world, even to our glory. But none of the prince of the air knew, or the prince of this world knew, for if they had known it, they would have never killed Christ. Yes. But it is written, eye has not seen nor ear heard, neither has entered the heart of man the things that God has prepared for those that love him. See, I just said that. Isn't that funny? Yes. But God has revealed them to us by his spirit. Amen. And I'm not so sure the last time I saw the spirit say something, it didn't come in any form of a fog or a, you know, a cloud or, or a fire. <laughs> it came inside of here and we went, oh, right. get it, right? Yes. yes. But God has revealed them to us by His Spirit, for the Spirit searches all things, yes, the deep things of God. For what mm-hmm. man knows the things of man except the Spirit of man which is in him? Even so, the things of God knows no man. Knows no man. Yeah. But the Spirit of God inside of you knows. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
And we've not received. We have, we, but now we have received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit wishes of God that we might know the things that are freely given to us of God. How would we know them? Imagination. Right? He'll give you an image, a vision, a dream. Is that all imaginary? Yes. Is it all, yes. frankly, imaginary because it's not tangible? Yes. Okay. Supernatural. These things also we speak, not in words which man's wisdom teaches, but Holy Ghost teaches, comparing spiritual things with spiritual, but the natural man receives not these things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness unto him, neither can he know them, because they are spiritually discerned. But you, see, but he, that is spiritual, judges all things, yet himself is judged of no man. For who has known the mind of the Lord that we may now instruct him? But you and I, hopefully, might have the mind of Christ, so we might get what God's trying to say. Amen. Amen. Maybe. Three, 13, 13, 11, sorry. So when I was a child, I spoke as a child, I understood as a child, I thought as a child. But when I became full grown, I put away childish things. For now we see through a glass, darkly, we kind of sort of get it. But then we'll be seeing face to face. Now I know in part, but then I will know even as I am known. Mm. So now abiding, faith, imagination, hope, imagination. An unconditional love. Obviously, my imagination, because you don't think about it. <laughs> Sorry. A love that's unconditional. No rules, no, no, no criteria. Just full flood. Let go. And the greatest of these things is that the one thing that we haven't worked a perfection yet. Love. Right. Second Corinthians 5 1. We know that. If our earthly house is, as tabernacle were dissolved, we have a building of God, a house not made with hands, but it's eternal in the heavens. From this we groan. See, yeah, there's again, we know there was a there's a house up there in heaven built for us. How the heck do you know that? The imagination of His Spirit will bear witness with you and give you a visual. Well, I'm sorry, did you see it with your eyes? No. The eyes of your understanding of your heart, maybe, but not your eyes, right? For this we groan, earnestly desire to be clothed with our house, which is from heaven. If so be that we're clothed, we shall be found not naked. For we are in this tabernacle. We do groan, being burdened. Not that we should be unclothed, but clothed upon. That mortality might be swallowed up of life. Mm. Now he that has wrought us for the selfsame thing as God, who has given to us the earnest of the Spirit. Therefore we are always confident, knowing that while we're at home in the body, we're absent from the Lord. For we walk by faith and not by sight. But we're confident, I say, and willing rather to be absent from the body, to be present with the Lord. Wherever we labor, that whether we be absent or present, we both will be accepted of him. Amen. For we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ, and everyone must receive the things done in his body according to that which is done, whether it be good or bad. Yes. You choose, right? Yes. Ten three, we know this one. For though we walk in the flesh, we're not after the flesh. The weapons of warfare are not carnal. The weapons of warfare are mighty through God to pulling down a stronghold. So did you see the weapons they gave you? No. I got mine. I only got mine. I got a whole bunch of angels hanging around me. Big dudes. People go, oh, man, you seen your guardian angels? Uh-huh. Have I actually seen them? No. Only in the spirit. Yeah. I can feel them. Right. They're like shoulder to shoulder and shoulder to shoulder. They're back up against me going, let me just try to mess with this kid. You know? <laughs> okay. And, and, and then so I can go out and be more bold because I'm not afraid of nothing anyway. But then I got the big dudes behind me going, don't worry, we got, the, we got, the, we got, the, we got all the, the stuff. We'll leave the small stuff to you, right? They don't have to do anything. <laughs> Casting down imaginations and every high thing exalts itself against the knowledge of God, bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. 
having a readiness to revenge all disobedience when our obedience is finally fulfilled. Amen. Galatians 2. 16. Knowing this, the man is not just by the works of love, but the faith of Jesus. Now that's it. We want to talk about an imagination. Christ been here, walked the face of the earth 30 some years, 2,000 years ago. Mm-hmm. He had faith yes. in his father. He didn't do nothing except his father told him to. And today, 2,000 years later, what do we have? His yes. faith. Well, how does that work? Oh, it can be imagination. I can only imagine that I might be in Christ and Christ might be in me and that, that whether the Father said that he, I would listen just like he did and I can imagine what, what might that look like. See what I'm saying? I can work this out to the point where I'm think, taking my thoughts captive, not because they're captive to my ideas. But if Jesus was always going to listen to his Father, what would his Father have said and what would Jesus have done with what his Father said? Okay, then maybe can I do what the Father said too? Lord, will you talk to me like you talk to your son? Can I do it? And they both talk to me and so I do what they say and guess what? I'm not mad at them. They're not always going to let me do what I want to do. But thank you, Jesus, they don't always let me do what I want to do. Because there will be a whole lot of change in here. For the grace of God, he's got it, right? Yes. That we might be justified by the faith of Christ, not by the works of law, for the works of law, no flesh shall ever be justified. But if while we walk, while we seek to be justified by Christ, we ourselves are found sinners, is there for Christ the minister of sin? God forbid. For if I build again the things which I destroyed, I make myself a transgressor. You know, I'm going to build the things that I destroyed. Why did I destroy them? God told me to. Yeah. Right? I mortified those things. I killed them. Yes. But if I go, I go resuscitate them. Whose fault's that? Mine. Yeah, mine. Not his. For I build again the things which I destroyed. I make myself a transgressor. For though I, the law, I'm dead to the law that I might live unto God. So I'm crucified with Christ. Unless I live, yet not I, but Christ lives in me. Flesh in the flesh that I live in the. I, now the life I live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God who loved me, gave himself for me. I do not frustrate the grace of God, for if righteousness came by the law, then Christ is dead in vain. So if I can realize it, die, I can see Christ on the cross. Can you? Yeah. I can see him as clear as a bell. Okay? And I'm up there watching, and I'm watching Christ on the cross, and I'm watching as he's on the cross. I'm watching him up there not saying a word. I mean, he's been beat beyond any kind of recognition, so I can't tell you what he looks like. Cause he looks like it's a piece of raw meat up there for all intents and purposes. But I can see the burden of sin being put on him. Mine. Sorry, yours too probably, but I didn't notice yours being put on. I noticed mine being put on him. And then, wow, he took it all. And he took it to hell and thumbed his nose at Satan. Said, nope, my boy. And he came back here to prove to me that I am. Do you have that kind of imagination? I do. So I live because of that. How is it you live? My decisions are made because of that. Not some bullshit storyboard. No, I can see it. You all know my spirit. You all know what I see. Past, present, and future. I see it all because of the gifts he's given me. So I get to see those things to only further deepen my, my love for him, deepen my trust and my faith in him, knowing that my faith is growing, yet I still walk in his faith, which is even more, more grand than I could ever imagine having in my own life. But I got him and I got his, so I'm cool. It don't matter how strong I am. That, that, that comes down to what I say and what I do, and God goes, it's okay. Why? My son put that inside you to go take care of those people. Go take care of those people. Yes, Lord. Right. 
Galatians 3.1. Oh, foolish people. Who has bewitched you you should not obey the truth? Or who eyes as Christ benevolently sent forth crucified among you? This is only what I learned to you. Did you receive the spirit by the works of the law or by the hearing of faith? Are you so foolish that you've begun in the spirit that now you're going to try to perfect it in your flesh? Have you suffered so many things in vain, if yet in vain, somehow or another? You learn all this, it'll make you turn around, and all of a sudden you're going to go back and serve it again, which you hope to turn back around again, but maybe the, the turning around again is not possible because you're falling away, which falling away is not going to be good for you. It's an apostasy. Yes. It means you had it, you throw it away. He, therefore, that ministers to you the Spirit and works miracles among you, which would be me. Do it by the works of the Lord, do it by the hearing of faith. 5.16. Oh, oh 3.26. There you go. For we all are the children of God by faith in Christ. For as many of you have been baptized in Christ, you've put on Christ. There is neither Jew nor Greek, neither bond nor free, there is neither male nor female. You are all one in Christ Jesus. And Amen. if you be Christ, then you are Abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise. Amen. I like it. 5.16. This I say then, walk in the Spirit, and you shall not fulfill the lust of your flesh. For the flesh lusts against the Spirit, Spirit lusts against the flesh. Contrary to one another, so they cannot do the things they would. But if you be led by the Spirit, if you be led by the Spirit, you are not under the law. Now the works of flesh are manifest. Ugly, 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 ugly. Mm-hmm. Adultery, fornication, uncleanness, lasciviousness, idolatry, witchcraft, hatred, various, emulations, wrath, strife, seditions, heresies, envyings, murders, drunkenness, revelings, and such, the like, so on and so on, etc., etc. Of which I told you before, as I've also told you in time past, that they which do such things shall not and will not inherit the kingdom of God. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance, and such things. There is no law. Mm-hmm. And they that are Christ have crucified the flesh and all the affections and lusts. If we live in the Spirit, we also walk in the Spirit. We, it, but let us not then be desirous of selfish you know, acknowledgement and glory, provoking one another and ending one another. Let's not do the wrong thing. Ephesians 1.18. Let's go to 15, I'm sorry. Therefore, I also, after I heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus and your love to all the saints, cease not to give thanks for you, making mention of you in my prayers, mm-hmm. that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of the Lord, may give unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation and the acknowledgement of him, mm-hmm. that the eyes of your understanding may be enlightened that you may know what is the hope of his calling and what the riches of the glory of his inheritance is in the saints and what it is, the exceeding greatness of his power towards us who believe according to the working of his mighty power, which he wrought in Christ when he raised him from the dead and set him at their own right hand hand in the heavenly places and far above all principality and power, might and dominion, every name that is named, not only in this world, but also in the world that is to come. And I have put all, and has put all things under his feet and gave him to be the head over all things to the church, which is the body, the fullness that fills all in all. Amen. Amen. Ephesians 3, 8. And to me that who's less than the least of all the saints is this grace given, that I should preach among the Gentiles the uncertainty riches of Christ, make all men see what is the fellowship of this mystery from the beginning of the world has been hidden in God and created all things by Christ to the intent that now and the principalities of powers and heavenly places it might be known by the church the manifold wisdom of God Amen. according to the eternal purposes 
which he purposed in Christ Jesus for our Lord, in whom we have boldness and access with confidence by the faith of him, faith of Christ. Amen. Amen. 417. This I say then, and therefore testify in the Lord, that you henceforth not walk as other Gentiles walk, in the vanity of their mind, having their understanding darkened, by being alienated from the life of God through the ignorance that's in them, because of the blindness of their heart, who being past feeling have given themselves over to lasciviousness, to work is all cleanness, uncleanness, and greediness, but you've not so learned Christ. Mm -hmm. Let's not talk about those things because yeah. you're already supposed to be having a different kind of imagination, right? Mm -hmm. Yes. Right. If so be that you have heard him and have been taught by him as the truth is in Christ. He's not heard him and taught by him because everything is in Christ. Mm -hmm. He's dead. He's not only dead, he's resurrected, he's set at the right hand of the Father. So um, how could we hear him and be taught by him and all these things if he's dead? Oh! Imagination. Amen. So I would ask then you would put off concerning the former conduct, the old man, which is corrupt and hoarding and deceitful lust, and you'd be renewed in the spirit of your mind. That you put on that new man, which is after God, is created in, in righteousness and true holiness. Amen. Philippians 1.20. According Sam, it's enough. Hey. That's enough. According to my earnest expectation, my hope that in nothing I should be shamed, but that with all boldness is Always, so now also Christ should be magnified in my body, whether it be by life or by death. For me to live is Christ, and to die is gain. Amen. 2-1. If there be any consolation in Christ, if any comfort of love, if any fellowship with the Spirit, any bowels of mercy, fulfill you my joy, that you might be like-minded, having the same love, being of one accord and one mind. Let nothing be done through strife and vain glory. But in the loneliness of mind, let us each esteem each other better than themselves. Yeah. Look not at every man at his own things, but every man also in the things of others. Let's right. create that book of Acts, right? Yes. yes. Let this mind be new which is also in Christ Jesus, who being in the form of God, thought it not Robert even be equal with God, oh. but made himself of no reputation, took upon himself the forms of a servant, and made and was made in the likeness of men. And being found in a fashion as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient to death, even the death on the cross. Wherefore God also has highly exalted him, giving him a name above all names. At the name of Jesus, every knee should bow on things in heaven and things on earth and things under the earth. That every tongue, every tongue Amen. should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord of the glory of the Father. Amen. Amen. Colossians 1.21 And you, that were sometimes alienated enemies in your mind with the wicked works, yet now he's reconciled you. In the body of his flesh through the, gift, through the death to present you holy and unblameable and unprovable in his sight. So here's the point. You were alienated and enemies in your mind. And he said, so? He reconciled it. Can you imagine that? Can you imagine it doesn't matter what you think right now? It matters what he did. And many of you are still caught in what you think, aren't you? Yes. So this, what, you know, 121 of Colossians happens to be your resume. And he goes, it doesn't really matter. I've reconciled you. So frankly, why would you let me reconcile you and then you act as if none of that happened? Do you not trust me? Do you not believe in me? Do you not have an imagination that I'm big enough and powerful enough to do that for you and that I would do it for you because I love you, not because you did something to earn it, because I thought that this is what you needed. God, wouldn't that be something? Yeah. Present the body of flesh with death, present you holy and unblameable and approval in the sight. If you decide to continue in the faith, grounded and settled, being moved away from the hope of the gospel, which you have heard, which was preached to every creature under heaven, who Paul says, I am made a minister, who I am made a minister as well. Mm -hmm. Colossians 2.6. So as 
You have therefore received Christ Jesus. Walk in him, rooted and built up in him, established in the faith. As you have been taught, abounding therein with thanksgiving. Beware lest any man try to spoil you, though, with philosophy and vain and selfish deceit after the traditions of men and after the rudiments of the world and not after, the, not after Christ himself. For in him dwells all the fullness of the Godhead bodily, and you are complete in him, which is the head of all principality and power, in whom you also were circumcised with circumcision made without hands, and the putting off the body of sins of the flesh by the circumcision of Christ, buried with him in baptism, wherein you are also risen with him through the faith of the operation of God, who has raised him from the dead. So all those things are imaginary, 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 and they're all your images to accept. Two six. Okay, so give me three one. If then you be risen with Christ, seek those things that are above, where Christ sits at the right hand of God. <laughs> Let your affections be on the things above, not on the things of the earth. For you're dead, and your life is now hidden with Christ in God. Amen. So when Christ who is our life, who is Amen. our life, shall appear, then you shall also appear with him in glory. So mortify, they'll kill. Yes. Your members which are upon your earth, fornication, uncleanness, and inordinate affections, evil, concupiscence, covetousness, which is idolatry. For which things sake, the wrath of God is going to come upon the children of disobedience, which you also walk sometimes when you lived in them. Mm-hmm. But now you also put off these anger, wrath, malice, blasphemy, filthy communication out of your mouth. Let not lie not to one another that you might see you might put off that old man and his deeds. And you have put on the new man, which is renewed in the knowledge after the image of him that created. So I'm renewed in the knowledge of who he is. Amen. That's an imagination. Yeah. Yes. Where there was neither Greek nor Jew, circumcision or uncircumcision, barbarian, saving, bond or free, but Christ is all and Christ is in all. Amen. First Thessalonians 4 1. Furthermore, we beseech you, brethren, and we exhort you by the Lord, that as you have received how you have to walk and please God, so you would abound more and more. For you know. What you, for you know what commandments we gave you by the Lord. For this is the will of God, even for your sanctification, that you abstain from fornication, and that every one of you should know how to possess his vessel in sanctification and in honor. Amen. So not in the lust of concupiscence, even as the Gentiles which know not God, that you no man will go beyond fraud his brother in any manner, because the Lord is an avenger of all such, as we have also forewarned you and testified. For God has not called us to an uncleanness, he's called us to holiness. Amen. He therefore that despises, despises not man, but you despise God, who also has given to us that Holy Spirit to guide us and lead us. Yes. Yes. 2 Thessalonians 1, 11. Wherefore we also pray always for, for you that our God would count you worthy of this calling. Amen. And he would fulfill all of the good pleasure of his own goodness and the work of faith with power. Yes. That the name of the Lord Jesus Christ may be glorified in you. Now if it's going to be glorified in you, what does that got to be? Glorified in you, all right? And you in him, according to the grace of our God, the Lord Jesus Christ. 13, 213. But we are bound to give thanks always to God for you, brethren, beloved mm-hmm. of the Lord, because God has, from the very beginning, beginning, before, the, before you were a twinkle in his eye, he had an imagination all about bringing you to this point. Amen. God, from the beginning, chose you to salvation through the sanctification of the Spirit, sanctification of that imaginary spirit, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. right. And the belief of the truth. But there, there that belief thing is, right? Yes. Yeah, right. Okay. Where he calls you by the gospel, the, esti- the obtaining of the glory of our Lord Jesus Christ, therefore, brethren, stand fast, hold the traditions that you've been taught, whether by word or by our example. Now the Lord Jesus Christ himself, even God our Father, which has beloved, has loved us and given us an everlasting consolation and good hope through grace, let him comfort your hearts and establish you in every good word and work. Amen. 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 First Timothy. 
One. I'm sorry, First Timothy 6. 6. But godliness with contentment is great gain. Amen. We brought nothing to this world pretty certain. We're going to carry nothing out. So having food and clothing, let us be content. But they which will be rich are going to fall into temptation and snares and many foolish and hurtful lusts which drown men and deceitful. I'm assuming destruction and perdition. The love of money is the root of all evil, which while some coveted after, they have erred for the faith and have pierced themselves through with many sorrows. But you, O man of God, flee these things and follow after righteousness, God of the faith, love, patience, meekness. Fight the good fight of faith, lay hold on eternal life wherein you have been called and a profession, good profession before many witnesses. So I'm going to give you charge in the sight of God who quickens all things. And before Christ Jesus, who believed, who before, I'm sorry, before Pontius Pilate, which is a good confession, that you would keep this commandment without spot and rebukable and until the appearing of our Lord and Savior Jesus. So I would say it's going to take some imagination. Yeah. I got to get this and keep yeah. it all the way until he comes back the second time. What's that look like? Whatever. It looks like day to day to day to day to day. Right? right? Yeah. Mm. Which in times he shall show you who is the blessed and only royal, the King of kings, Lord of lords, who only has immortality, dwelling in the light which no man can approach, unto whom no man has seen. So I haven't seen it, I guess, the imagination of what glory might look like still yet to be seen, right? Yes. And who can then be forever honored and power for everlasting? First Timothy, Second Timothy 1, verse 8. Be thou therefore ashamed of the testament of our Lord Jesus Christ, nor be his prisoner. Be a partaker of the afflictions of the gospel according to the power of God, who has saved us, called us with a holy calling, not according to works, but according to his own purpose and grace, which was given to us in Christ even before the world began. But now it's made manifest by the appearing of our Savior Jesus, who has abolished death and brought life and immortality and life through gospel. So where I'm to, I'm appointed as a preacher and apostle and a teacher of the Gentiles. For the which cause I also suffer these things. Nevertheless, I'm not ashamed, for I know whom I believed, and I'm persuaded, persuaded that he is able to keep that which I've committed unto him against that day. So how am I going to be persuaded he can handle a business? My imagination. I can only imagine that he would do what he says he's going to do, right? Yeah. Yes. Hold fast the form of sound words which you have heard of me in faith and love, which is in Christ. That good thing which is committed to me unto you, keep it by the Holy Ghost which dwells in us. So they're going to ask that, 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 that invisible spirit inside of you to make sure he keeps you in the right place. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Right. That's going to take some serious imagination, yes. right? Yes. I've seen some of you. <laughs> <laughs> Let's look at Second uh, Timothy three ten. But you have fully known my doctrine, manner of life, purpose, faith, long suffering, patience, charity, persecution, afflictions came to me in Antioch and Iconium, Iconium and Lystra, which persecutions I endured. But out of them all, the Lord delivered me. Yes, and all that will have godly crises shall suffer persecution. But evil men and seducers are going to get worse and worse, deceiving and being deceived. But continue you the things which you learned and has been assured of, knowing of whom you've learned them. And that child, from a child, you have known the Holy Scriptures, which are made, make, are able to make you wise unto salvation through faith, which is in Christ. And all Scripture is given by inspiration of God. So God inspired Scripture. Amen. So we read it, and all of a sudden we become inspired. Isn't that unknown? Because you read a book and get inspired? No. no. All Scripture is given by inspiration. It's probable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction, and in righteous things that the man of God may be perfect. Thoroughly furnished unto all good works. Amen. Titus 2.11. The grace of God that brings salvation is appeared unto all men. Well, if it's appeared unto all men, how does that work? Imagination. Must have come by an imagination, because I didn't yeah. say it was you. No. <laughs> and I kind of be one of the all men. I think I'd be mean, one of those all, right? Yes. Right. Teaching us that denying ungodliness only less that we should live soberly, righteously in this present world, looking for the blessed hope, the glorious appearing of great God, our Savior Jesus Christ, who gave himself for us 
that he might redeem us from all iniquity and purify himself a peculiar people, zealous of good works. These things speak, exhort, rebuke with all authority, let no man despise you. I like the word peculiar because it reminds me of all of you. That's definitely an image I have in my head that I'm trying to get rid of. <laughs> Hebrews 3.1. Wherefore, holy brethren, partakers of the heavenly calling, consider the apostle, the high priest of your profession, Christ Jesus. How can I consider something I don't imagine? Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Who was faithful to him that appointed him, and was also Moses was faithful to his house. This man was counted worthy of the more glory than Moses, insomuch that he had built the house and has more honor than one that than, than honor than the house. Right. So every house is built by some man, but he that has built all things is God. And Moses truly was faithful in all, all his house as a servant for a testimony of those things which were to be spoken after. But Christ, as a son over his own house, whose house are we then? God. If we hold fast to confidence and the rejoicing we hope, of hope from the end, we know whose house we are. Yes. yes. Six, seven. The earth restrains him, the rain and often comes upon him, brings forth herbs, meat for them by whom it's dressed, receives the blessing from God. But that which bears the thorns and briars rejected is nearer to cursing, whose end shall be burned. But, beloved, we are persuaded better things of you, the things which accompany salvation, though we speak thus. For God is not unrighteous to forget your work and your labor of love, which have showed towards his name, and that you have ministered to the saints, and you do minister. And we desire that every one of you do show the same diligence to that full assurance of the hope to the end. That you be not slothful, but followers of them who, through faith and patience, inherit the promises. Right. So you're having a faith and an imagination, and you're being patiently waiting for what that imagination to come to fruition. Yes. Yes. What a concept. Yeah. 10.19. Having therefore, brethren, boldeth into the holiest by the blood of Jesus, by a new and living way which is consecrated for us, which is the veil of today's flesh, having a high priest over the house of God, let us draw near with a true heart, in full assurance of faith, having our hearts sprinkled from an evil conscience and our bodies washed with pure water. Let us hold fast the profession of our faith without wavering, for as he is faithful as promised. Let us consider one another to provoke and to love and good works, not forsaking the similar ourselves together as a matter of some is, but exhorting one another, and so much more as you see these days approaching. 32. But I want you to call to remembrance the former days after which you were illuminated, you endured a great fight of afflictions. Remember who you were when you first got here. Yeah. Right. Hmm. Partly while you were made a gaze and stock both by reproaches and afflictions. Partly because of the testimony you had when you got here. Yes. Okay? And partly while you became companions of those that were so used. You all buddied up in that stuff. Huh? Yes. For you had compassion to me and my bonds, joyfully the sporting of your goods, knowing in yourselves that you didn't have it a better and more enduring substance. You knew that, right? So cast that not away, therefore, your confidence, which has great recompense and reward. So let's keep that imagination bolstered up. Amen. You have no need of patience that after you have done the will of God, you might receive the promise. For a little while, he that is, will come, will come, and he will not tarry. Now the just shall live by faith. But if any man draw back, my soul will have no pleasure in him. But we are not of them that draw back into perdition, but we are of those who are the believing to the saving of the soul. Amen. 12, I'm sorry, 11, 1. Nope. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, for the evidence of things not seen. Yes. Amen. For by it the elders obtain a good report. Through faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God so that things which are seen are not made of the things that do appear. So he's making a way where there is no way and we can't Amen. figure it out. Amen. 12.1. Therefore, seeing we do, we also are accomplished about such a great cloud of witnesses. Let us lay aside every weight, sin that does so easily beset us, and let us run with patience the race that's set before us. Amen. Looking to the Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despised the shame, sat down at the right hand of God, on the throne. Mm 
Mm. For consider him that endured such great contradiction of sinners against himself, yet, last while, you be weary and faint in your mind. You have not yet resisted unto blood, striving against sin. You have forgotten the exhortation which speaks unto you as unto the children. My son, despise not you that chase you with the Lord, nor the faint when the Lord rebukes you. Mm. For the Lord loves whom the Lord loves, he's going to chasten, and he scourges every son whom he receives. Mm-hmm. That means I get spanked a lot, just so you know. <laughs> James 2.14. What is the profit, my brethren? Do a man say he has faith and have not works? Can faith save him? No. For a brother or sister will be naked and despite destitute to pay daily food. And one of you say to them, depart in peace and be warmed and filled, notwithstanding you give them nothing which what they have need for the body. What is the profit? For so, even so faith that has not works is being dead, being alone. So yet a man may say, you have faith, I have works, show me that faith, let that works, and I will show you my faith by my works. You believe that there is one God, and you do well. The devils believe, and they're just at least afraid, they tremble. But you will know, O vain man, that faith without works is dead. Was Abraham our father justified by works when he had offered Isaac upon the son, his son upon the altar? See you not how faith wrought his works, and by works his faith was made perfect? And the scripture was fulfilled, which says Abraham believed God, it was counted, imputed to him for righteousness, and he was called the friend of God. So you see then how by works a man is justified, not by faith only. So likewise you, likewise also was Rahab the harlot justified by works, when she had received the message from the messengers, and had sent them out another way. For as the body without the spirit is dead, so is faith without works dead also. Right. Don't fool yourself. First Peter 13, 1 Peter 1.13 Whoever good of the one into your mind, be sober and hope to the end of the grace that can be brought unto you in the revelation of Christ. Mm-hmm. You obedient children, not fashion yourselves according to former lusts and ignorance. But as you which is called you is holy, be so holy in all manner of conduct. Because it is written, Be holy, for I am holy. Amen. And if you call upon the Father without respect, the person judges according to every man's word, pass the time of your sojourning here in fear, reverence. For as much as you know that you were not redeemed with corruptible things such as silver and gold from your selfish conduct received by the traditions of your fathers, but with the precious blood of Christ as a lamb without blemish, without spot, who truly was foreordained for the foundation of the world, but was manifested in his last times just for you. Amen. Amen. Who by him we do believe in God that raised him up from the dead and yes. gave him glory. That your faith and your hope and your imaginations might be of God or Amen. in God, right? Amen. First Peter 3, 8. Finally, not yet. Be of all one mind, having compassion for one another. As brethren, be pitiful, be courteous, not rendering evil, for you were ready for ready, but contrary wise, blessing, knowing that you are ble- called to that blessing where you can receive a blessing in return. Amen. For you, he who see who loves life and will do good days, let him refrain his tongue from evil, his lips from everything that would speak guile or deceit. Let every man eschew evil and do good. Let, it, let him seek peace and ensue it. For the eyes of the Lord are over the righteous. And his ears are open to the prayers. But the face of the Lord is against them that do evil. And who is he that will harm you if you who follows of that which is good? But if you suffer for righteousness' sake, happy are you. Be not afraid of their terror, neither be in trouble. But sanctify the Lord in your hearts. Be ready always to give a man an answer uh, that asks you for the reason there's hope in you, both meekness and fear. So having a good yes. conscience, good conscience. Yes. yes. So, just making sure that whereas they speak evil of you as evildoers they may be ashamed who falsely accuse your good conduct in Christ for it's better for the will of God to be so that you may suffer well doing than an evil doing for Christ also was once suffered for sins the just for the unjust that he might bring us to God being put to death in the flesh but quickened in the spirit for one for as much that as Christ has suffered for us in the flesh, arm yourselves likewise in the same mind. For he that has suffered in the flesh has ceased from sin. Okay. And he would no longer should live the rest of his time in the flesh in the lust of men, but live the rest of his time according to the will of God. Yes. In the time is past, if life suffice, 
And you have wrought the will of the Gentiles when you walked in your lasciviousness, your lust, your excess of wines, your revelings, your banquetings, your abominable her- idolatries, wherein they think it's strange you won't run with them anymore. They're speaking evil of you. Who shall judge? Who shall give account to them as ready to judge the quick and the dead? Who's going to actually have to answer that one, huh? Yes. First John 1, First John 2, I'm sorry. First John 2, 1. My little children, those things that I write to you, that you would sin not. If any man sin, we have an advocate with the Father Christ Jesus the righteous. Amen. And he is a propitiation for our sins, and not ours only, but also for the sins of the whole world. Mm-hmm. Hereby we do know that we know him if we keep his commandments. Now he that says, I know him and keep not his commandments, is a liar, truth isn't in him. Whoso keeps his word in him truly is the love of God perfected, and hereby we know that we are in him. He that says he abides in him ought himself then walk, even as he walked. We ought to mm-hmm. get that imagination what that looks like and start walking just like that, right? Yes. yes. 224. So let that therefore abide you which you heard from the beginning. If that which you've heard from the beginning shall remain in you, you shall continue in the sin of the Father. If that image you've got your mind around and comes by and abides in you, pretty soon you're going to be able to live your life accordingly. Crazy. But the, but the anointing, these things I've written to you that concerning that I try to seduce you, but the anointing which you have received from him abides in you, and you need not that any man teach you, but the same anointing teaches you of the things, and it's truth, and it's no lie, and even as taught you, you shall abide in him. Now, little children, abide in him, that when he shall appear, you may have confidence, and be not ashamed before him in his coming. If you know that he is righteous, you know that everyone does righteousness, then truly is born of him. So behold what manner of love the Father has bestowed upon us, that we should be actually called the children of God, so therefore the world knows us not because it knew him not. So beloved, now are we the children of God, it does not yet appear what we shall be, but we can imagine. Yes. We know that when he shall appear, we shall be like him, but we shall see him as he is. And every man that has this hope Amen. in himself purifies himself even as he is pure. Amen. Amen. First John 5.1 So whosoever believes that Jesus Christ is born of God, and everyone that loves him that begot him, loves also begotten of him. By this we know that we love the children of God when we love God and keep his commandments. For this is the love of God that we would keep his commandments and his commandments are not grievous. For whatsoever is born of God overcomes the world. Mm-hmm. And this is that victory that overcomes the world, even our faith. Mm-hmm. So who is he that overcomes the world? But he that believes that Jesus is the Son of God. Mm-hmm. Nine, if we receive the witness of man though, the witness of God is even greater. For this is the witness of God which he has testified of the Son. And he that believes in the Son of God has this witness in himself and he that believes not God has made him a liar. Because he believes not the record that God gave his son. But this is that actual record. That God has given to us eternal life and his life was in his son. But he that has the son has life. He that not the son has not life. So these things I've written unto you that believe in the name of the son of God. That you may know that you have eternal life. And you may believe on the name of the son of God. Can you imagine eternal life? You have a hard time imagining this one, right? I don't know. Imagining eternal life. Yes. And this is the confidence that we can have in him that if we speak... If we ask anything according to his will, he's going to hear us. If we ask him according to his will, and we're living in right standing with him, we can have what we've asked. And we know if we hear what he's, what we, whatsoever we ask, we also know that we'll have the petitions that we desire of him. Amen. 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 Lastly, but not least, Jude 17. So, my beloved, my beloved, remember you the words which were spoke before the apostle, our Lord Jesus, how they told you there would should come in last times mockers who should walk after their own ungodly lusts. These are they who separate themselves, sensual, having not the spirit. But you, beloved, building up in your own cells, most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost. So it might be those guys that are stuck in their flesh and let their imaginations only do what they can feel and touch and understand. Remember those days? Yes. yes. Okay. Keep yourselves in the love of God, looking for the mercy of our Lord Jesus unto eternal life. 
Others we might help, save some of them with, com- with compassion, making a difference. And others, save with fear, pulling them even out of the fire, even hating the garments spotted by the flesh. Right. Now, unto them, there's able to keep you from falling. To keep you, notice that? Yes. From falling. And was that you faultless before the presence of his own glory with exceeding joy? To the only wise God, our Savior, be glory and majesty, dominion and power, both now and forever. Amen and amen. amen. Father, we come before you and say thank you, Lord, for this night, for this time you've given us here. We ask your spirit to continue to rock our worlds, Lord God. We need to have our worlds rocked. And I'm looking forward, Lord God, to that rocking, knowing that in that rocking there's so much more. Uh, of life that we haven't even experienced yet and looking forward with excitement to see what that might look like in the long haul for each one of us. We praise, we give you thanks, give you honor and glory for these things we do all in the precious name of Jesus. Amen, amen. Amen.